on another VIP episode of Hero Podcast. That's right, Hero Paranormal Podcast. My name is Ryan, the original outlaw of the airwaves broadcasting just south of Area 51 at the base of La Madre Mountain. And today we're bringing you the inevitable. That's right, we are treading on thin ice today, guys. And why is it thin ice? Well, well we're, we're going to discuss... <laughs> My friend Jeremy Corbell's recent leak, along with George Knapp's, of Pentagon UFOs, UAPs, if you will, because everyone has an opinion, and that's why it is thin ice. Are they drones? Are they aliens? Are they interdimensional? Are they even technology the way we understand technology? They can actively jam our radar and defense systems. What do I personally think they are? Well, you're going to find out. And it isn't just what I think and what I'm discussing. Because today we are discussing these with none other than Erica Lukes from UFO Classified. Erica and I don't always see eye to eye, but we always play nice. At least in my opinion, you decide. I really enjoy what Erica brings to the table. She always has viewpoints that open my mind to different ideas, thinking, and even theories at times. One thing is for sure. These UFOs, or UAPs, whatever you want to call them, show advancements in technology that no nation on Earth has ever displayed. They can actively jam radar and defense systems, manipulate nuclear weapon systems, So, do we believe the Pentagon when we receive leaks? Some say no. I say heck yes. I will take anything I can get when it comes to information. No matter who it comes from. And who says all UFOs are anything in particular? George and Jeremy are not claiming that these are time-traveling reptilians here to take over our planet. No, they are claiming these craft are legitimately unidentified. One thing is for sure. They are showing advancements in technology, and uh, the video we're discussing and images are all over the internet. This leak is huge. The video is of a pyramid UFO near a Navy destroyer. The footage was leaked to Jeremy Corbell. He exclusively obtained the video, and the Pentagon confirmed Jeremy was able to obtain and release the unclassified images and footage, along with mentor George Knapp. That's my understanding. And I could be wrong. Is this the slow drip disclosure everyone is used to? Heck no. Heck no. I love this kind of disclosure. No matter what. I mean, the thing is flying in the sky, and it's a pyramid. How cool is that? Not a bad thing, right? Well, many disagree, and their reasons are sound. But the UAP phenomenon is gaining traction. We will get into this and so much more. And before we do, let me do a little, I guess, shameless self-promotion. If you haven't gone to HeroParanormal.com, please do. Hit that donate button that you first see, and for the price of a cup of coffee a month, you're in the winner's circle. That's that. Moving on. Erica Lukes, welcome to the Hero Paranormal Podcast. In there, at least it's spring, you know. Have you been? Um, gosh, I can't complain. It seems like every time we talk, it's it seems like it's been too long, but lately... Things are so messed up. It's just like, dang, everybody's just surviving. Or maybe I'm just speaking for myself. No, I think everybody I know is going through a, a time. You know, it's just like, it's it's a weird, weird time for everybody. And I think it'll take a while to get 
over you know everything that happened with COVID and is still happening and and all of that. But yeah. you know, we'll just take it as it comes, I guess. Amen for that. And today, I mean, we're kind of treading on thin ice as usual. Yourself and I, Erica, we're discussing um, our mutual quote well, friend, Jeremy Corbell's recent leak, along with George Knapp, I guess, of the Pentagon UFOs, because everyone has an opinion about this. Are they drones? Are they aliens? Are they interdimensional? Are they even technology the way we understand technology? Everybody has an opinion. And I know that you and I are kind of kind of deep dive into that. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me here. It, it's definitely created quite the buzz and, and an international buzz, to say the least, and it, it is interesting to see how many uh, people are popping up on the radar with new YouTube channels and all sorts of all sorts of things taking place. So there's a big push by some someone or a group of people to get specific information out, whether it's true or not is a different story. Yeah, and for those that don't know, we're talking about the Pyramid UFO near a Navy destroyer. The footage was leaked uh, to Jeremy Corbell. He exclusively obtained the video. The Pentagon confirmed Jeremy was able to obtain and release unclassified images and footage along with his mentor, George Knapp. And um, so the Pentagon, they've confirmed that this was filmed by the Navy. And, I mean, trustworthy as far as releasing this information... But let's get into the thin ice aspect, which is, I mean, according to them, they, these, these things can actively jam our radar and defense systems. And what do I personally think they are? Well, we'll get into that. But it, <laughs> it isn't just, you know, it isn't just myself. I think, um, you know, today we're, they, they, this is, this is crazy, Erica. What? These things don't always play nice, apparently. What, what do you think? What, I think that this is uh, man-made technology. I think it is uh, either from us or from an adversary. And I, I think that, you know, there's it's a definite attempt to cover this up for, I can, you know, for, for a multitude of reasons. So I think, you know, it's it, all of this is very peculiar, but we do know when we look at specific types of technologies that we have developed and are, are deploying, you know, this, this very well could be something along those lines. And to me, that would make much more sense than saying that this is from uh, another planet. Freaky. I like it. I will take it. And anything I can get when it comes to this type of information, I say, heck yes. Do we, do we always believe the Pentagon when we receive leaks? Some say no no matter who it comes from, but, you know, I, I, I say all UFOs and that's the thing. I think George and Jeremy are not claiming that these are time traveling reptilians here to take over our planet. They're claiming that these craft are legitimately unidentified. And one thing is for sure, these UFOs or UAPs show advancements in technology that so far no nation on earth has displayed the video is well all over the internet the leak is huge the video is of a pyramid ufo near a navy destroyer and the footage appears to be blinking as if worried about being hit by something you know and and you would definitely again you would think if there is an advanced technology that they wouldn't look remarkably like navigation lights or, or different things like that. You think that they would be, if they were advanced enough to, enough to travel here from somewhere else, that they would be a little more stealth than what we're seeing. Man, maybe it's just I'm greedy with my tax dollars, but is this the slow drip disclosure everybody is used to? That's the good thing, though, is I guess heck no, right? I kind of love this raw and rugged kind of disclosure. No matter what the thing is flying in the sky, it's fun. It's become mainstream. And now the UAP phenomenon is going to gain traction, which is not a bad thing, right? You know, I mean, it, it is, it's all, it's, it's good to have an opportunity to 
try to use this, leverage this to get good information out. But again, you know, when you've got so much disinformation that is coming forward and a lot of people don't have the time to really dig into things, then they're just going to believe some of this stuff on on the periphery. And I think that that, it, that can be a little dangerous in and of the fact that people are not getting accurate information. They're not looking at the history of the subject and see that this is their typical patterns that take place with with the subject and with the intelligence community and different games and, and tactics that are deployed uh, decade after decade. And so it is, it's my hope that even with all of this you know, barrage of publicity and YouTube channels and all of this stuff that there will be good information. People will be thinking critically about some of the things that are being put forward. Yes. And you couldn't be more correct about the YouTube channels coming out and everyone is jumping on the bandwagon of this thing. The first time I saw it, I was super stoked. And I don't know if maybe that's just the weird, wow, I like anything different factor in me, but I was just happy to see something so strange and magnificent go mainstream. But then by the same token, I thought to myself, okay, they didn't uh, muster the muster stations. Nobody was actively engaging this phenomenon. Ooh, I lost you. It just seemed to be pretty much like that, like zero communication for a moment. And uh, somebody pulled out their cell phone, I guess, or I don't know. On the other hand, I have heard some leaks that this is actually, uh, well, wow, there, there's a different kind of system that actually videotaped this, an electro-optic sensor. Anyway, I don't know. But the, the bottom line is, you know, I'm not going to argue what kind of uh, photo, you know, how it was photographed. That's way above my pay grade. But what I will say is it definitely gathered the attention of the mainstream. And that is where that's a whole phenomena unto itself. Right, Erica? You know, it is, and it, but I will say again, looking back historically, I mean, you've always had, you know, back in the 50s, uh, 60s, I mean, this, this subject always could and did grab headlines. You know, I have, as you know, because you've been to it, you haven't been lately, but one of the, the uh, biggest archives in the country now, and in, in that, I have newspaper clippings and periodicals from all over the world, and, um, you know, I mean, just all of the things that just go back, and it's like, yes, it's always been there, and it almost seems that back in the day, you know, maybe the 50s and 60s, that the subject was a little bit more respectable instead of having it so um, filled full of, of, of people that are promoting conspiracy theories and, and a lot of misinformation. It was much more pure back in the day because I think there was more control over the content, if that makes sense. Yes. And who is controlling the content always is a big question too. It makes me, that's why this kind of disclosure, no matter what it is, everybody prefers the slow drip disclosure, but that's just kind of like the wheels are greased and they're going along the road. It's just occasionally that you get these these quote unquote, you know, <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, explosions in the field of, whoa, what's, what is this in the water? And in, in it's, it, it sends ripples throughout where people are actually engaging so much that they're starting YouTube channels. Yeah, that's been a fascinating thing to see. There's definitely a push by a certain group of people, shall we say, to get different spokespeople out there uh, promoting different versions of the same theme. And, you know, on one token, we have a very well-respected, as far as journalism is concerned, George Knapp, over 30 years, a mentor to Jeremy Corbell, who is kind of, you know, the one thing I do appreciate is he, he has that shock. He gets everybody's attention. I don't care who they are. It's just his demeanor. And um, the first time I met him, I was shocked. I was just like, this is not what I expected, which was maybe exactly what I should have expected. And that's what's so cool about him. But on, on the same token, he's been attacked a lot. People are calling him a CIA asset, which I argue we're all CIA assets if, if you live in this country. But 
there's a lot of other, you know, interesting intricacies that are, as far as investigative journalism, of course, everybody wants to know where this came from. I argue that it's interesting that the Pentagon chimed in. You know, it is, but I guess when you look at what the Pentagon is saying, again, you've got Susan Guff, the, the Pentagon spokesperson. I mean, she's saying, yes, this is uh, unidentified, but I mean, you, when you hear her historically, too, she's not, you know, coming out and saying, these are UFOs. You know, this is, it's not, people are reading a lot more into, I believe, into her statements uh, than should be read into them, you know, and so people automatically jump to the fact that this, you know, okay, it's an unknown. That must mean it's extraterrestrial. And we've got to kind of get a handle on that one. Right. And that is the out there theory. Well, and, you know, I don't want to dispel any theory because then again, this is a very, a very vast subject and you don't want to, uh, you know, take people's experiences, encounters, et cetera, and demean them. But at the same time, it's definitely something that is gaining traction that historically in our community was not. I have, I have neighbors who know I am kind of that all all of a sudden I'm, I'm the cool guy. Like they're coming over and inviting me to stuff and Hey man, what do you think about the pyramid? And, and I'm just like, this is so weird. These are neighbors. And they're talking to me about something that I'm fairly knowledgeable about and they're asking me what I think and um, I love any disclosure because we need it but we need to get into exactly what people think because the the mainstream is not us Erica <laughs> I never would have noticed <laughs> right yes we are quite you know unique in that regard we have uh we have passions that most people don't have, that is for sure. But you're right, it is fun to have different people that you would never expect just kind of say, hey, wait a minute, you know, I saw this, you know, here. And, and, and then, you know, that opens up a, a dialogue. I think it, that's cool. And that gives us a chance to share some of our experiences about whatever we've encountered and also the, the research we've done. Yeah. Like, um, I had the best man at my wedding, uh, you know, he called me up and the first things out of his mouth were confirmed by the Pentagon filmed by the Navy. I was wrong, man. And I'm like, what the crap? (laughs) You know, that is awesome. Well, you know, it's definitely people are, are, are paying attention and, you know, again, you know, you mentioned disclosure and the dripping of disclosure, and then, you know, we're having this big announcement, which I'm, I have a feeling will turn out not to be so big, but that's typically the way it goes. But I think it is, it's just, it's a fascinating time to be studying the subject. And it is, it's very interesting to me to see, again, I, I, I like to watch the people involved and the different, you know, ways that they're spinning specific things and, um, I've, I've been really kind of digging into the coast-to-coast aspect and some of the people they've supported and promoted on their shows over the years and some of their uh, leanings and even digging into Harry Reid's background is certainly bringing up a lot of Utah connections and then also just a lot of interesting um, connections in general. So it's, 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 this is a big, big subject you know, especially when you go into the big deep dive like you and I have done. It is deeper than deep. It's it's more of an abyss than deep. It's it's like <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's cool. It's something. <laughs> right? I hear you. No, I mean it definitely is. It's um it I you know, I like sometimes I just wish that it could I could go back to the days when I first started this and just kind of have that, that sense of wonder and awe and the kind of believing everything that is being put forward, you know, because that was such a fun, fun place to be in. And now I know a little bit better and it's just like, ah, and you and I've had these conversations, you know, many times before it's like, ah, dang, (laughs) right. Could that really be what's going on? That's, 
not what we wanted. <laughs> no, and this is a very strange issue. I think I want to take some quotes here. One thing's for sure. These UFOs and these UAPs are showing advancements in technology that no nation on earth has ever displayed. And that's a quote from Jeremy. The other is that they can actively jam our radar and defense systems, manipulate nuclear weapons. And according to Jeremy, it doesn't matter where UFOs or UAPs come from. That's an epistemological issue, which I could barely say, but people can deal with. And is this, you know, is this a question of what these things are? Or is it a question of, are they, maybe there's a reason they're actively engaging over our and other military installations. And that is because they can. You know, and that, that's a frightening thought because, again, I go back to the fact that this is, even though Jeremy says that this is technology that is, is not, we're not capable of, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if he's looked at, uh, delved into other types of technologies, especially, I mean, we've got to throw into account that, you know, there are technologies that we have, you know, that we don't, it, it isn't public. Well, you know, I mean, you know how this goes. It's like we're we're learning things twenty years behind what is is being tested in our skies or under the water, you know, on land and things. And so, I think we have to take that into account. And is you know, is it more likely, like I said, that these are drone drone swarms from a foreign country that are following, uh, you know, our battleships and flying over? nuclear installations and shutting things down and different things like that, would that be more of a uh, something that a foreign adversary would want to do or we would want to be learning how to do ourselves? What better way to pump the brakes? And I hate to say it, but replace the fuel filter and everything else. The visual checks on these areas are vital. And I'm just going to, I'm jumping in. This is probably going to hurt me in the pocketbook come tax time, but this I <laughs> is so true. The way these things fly in, like they own the place and then fly out like they own the place. It's almost as if they own the place. And I hope maybe I'm just too patriotic that, you know, when people ask me what I think and I could, I'm usually wrong just for the record, but I think I hope I hope maybe it's just I'm an optimist. I hope that it's just above everybody's pay grade. I, I hope so too. I mean, and, and, you know, if we, I don't know, there's so many questions and I, I would definitely say that I don't know what, I mean, yeah, I don't know what I would say because it's just too, there's so much to say. It's like, Oh, where do you start? But I do. Yeah. I think that there is, there are things that we just don't, we don't know about uh, things that are taking place that, you know, we would, I mean, all of us, that we just, we don't need to know. We can't know for national security and, and things. And if, if stories are put out to discourage, you know, or to kind of offer red herring, then that's, that's the way it goes. But it's, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that this is, this is man-made technology? God, I hope so. And um, either that, or I hope that it is that horrible word I just said. I didn't mean that in vain. Um, it's got to be one of the two, in my opinion. If you're an optimist, this is either this is either my assessment of how the government is handling this is dangerous to make assumptions. If this is gathered by electro-optic and sensor data that I have no idea, and this is usually how it works, the general civilian has no idea what, it, what these people are talking about. And if OSAP and ATIP or any idea, when we still have, let's find out more, but these vehicles are cutting edge and it's in increasing in frequency. Sightings and encounters are increasing. And, uh, you know, according to many, depending on, you know, there's a fence, there's a line in the sand. And you have to pick a, f I, I say aim for the fence because holy crap, the theories are out there, right? What are your thoughts mm -hmm. on that? You know, I, yeah, I think you're right. The theories are out there and, and it is, it, it is, it is really unnerving. I think, you know, um, if, if it's extraterrestrial, it's unnerving. If it's, um, 
or exciting, whatever you want to look at it, or if it's an, an adversary, it's incredibly concerning. But, um, you know, f- hopefully we're testing things like that, and, and we could, and we do know that, you know, we test on the first, before you deploy something, that you're testing on your own, you know, uh, groups. And so you have to test things in the field. And so could that have been, could these, could this be a test? You know, there would be people that would not need to know what's going on um, and, and things. And I just, I don't know. I'm just definitely leaning away from the extraterrestrial thing. And again, you know, when, when people are citing anonymous sources, typically that's never good at the end of the day. And I want to, uh, something else that's scary, scary just before we move on to the next subject is not only is this increasing in frequency sightings and encounters and everything that you just mentioned, but according to Corbell, this is, and trust me when I say this guy can keep his mouth shut, unlike myself, he can keep it shut. And this drop is the tip of the spear. So there's a lot more coming. So, I mean, we better hope we know what this is at some level or holy hell. You know, and I, and I would hope that if there was a big disclosure coming, that you would be getting that straight from the government, that you wouldn't be getting it through secondhand sources, you know, uh, like Jeremy and, and co. I mean, I would, this is a serious enough issue that well, this needs to be coming from I think- uh, our government if it is in fact extraterrestrial. And the whole, then that brings up, I love this kind of discussion because um, as soon as you see something flying in the sky, the average civilian thinks little green men, uh, watch your behind and uh, don't get beamed up. Well, I guess it depends on who you ask. (laughs) Well, it depends. It does depend. And I hate to say that those (laughs) things don't exist, but they do. They do. I'm not saying they don't exist on some plane of existence. And and time is on our side for this one. Because even if you talk like the dimensional aspects, which is mainstream now, you can you can you can talk your reason around this and it's safe and sound to argue that that would just be one little tiny slice of the pie and that there would be a variety of other slices of the pie that are also actively engaged in the phenomenon in their own way, shape, and form. And I think that's kind of what we're discussing here, because this seems to be technology mimicking phenomenon, not phenomenon mimicking technology in my personal opinion. But hey, what do I know? I'm just speaking as a fly fishing guide and a jeweler, and that's as far as watching something that I don't know anything about and making a personal assessment, that's as far as I go. Um, above and beyond that, I can mow a decent lawn. So, um, I think, you know, the mimicry is, is a really interesting thing. And we know that, you know, there have been di- different studies that have, have been done over the years, uh, decades, about uh, people and their responses to UFOs or how it would change their religious uh, viewpoints and different things. And so we've gone in and kind of created and, and used these psychological profiles and and things, and could that be? And we know when you're looking at psychological warfare, you know, what you would do in specific places and what they have done is is take a group of people and their their uh, belief systems, and they've used that as kind of almost a weapon to gain control over the population. And so could that be, you know, something if you're mimicking something or if you've seeded an idea into the public, uh, and, you know, that this kind of, uh, oh, hey, it's a UFO, it's a UFO, that that type of, of belief is, is going to grow. I think that that does happen. And so, there, you know, like I said, there have to there are so many layers to this and I think you know when you and I have looked into Skinwalker Ranch and the surrounding areas I think that's one of those prime places where you do have some sort of psychological operation taking place and ideas have been seeded and then specific people I think specific technologies can be tested and people are going to jump to well that was a UFO and so they're not going to look any further into it and it's a great cover so could this again be the case we just you know, we'll, we will see how things roll out. 
It really depends on who you talk to. And I don't claim to know what, quote unquote, they are. I only have my optimistic assumptions. And I know that they are cutting edge. Don't kill the messenger here. But what's scarier, them being extra dimensional, non-human aircraft, or Russian and or Chinese drones? Well, I would I would say it's scarier that it would... <laughs> I mean, for me, potentially, that it could be an adversary. Right. But, right. you know, I think I'm the type of person that would like to, to, to think that if there is an intelligence here, you know, I don't necessarily run to the thought that it's a threat, even though we should be aware of that. But if you, you know, look at the work of, of people like Jacques Vallée and people that have studied uh, things you know, uh, and, and looked at folklore and different things, uh, there are allegedly interactions taking place that could be di- from different dimensions, different different things. And so are they necessarily, you know, a threat or is this something that is just coexisting? Right. Are we um, just are we just seeing some seven forty seven from Constan like 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 the Costanza world or like you know a, a a reality slightly different from our own but just for moments or a glimpse thereof and if so why is this around nuclear <laughs> installations which again is gonna oops reverse the target but why is this around you know nuclear installations and military facilities of all nations it appears. Oh, well, I think there could be two different, you know, thoughts. Obviously, the one is that there is an advanced civilization here monitoring what we're doing so we don't blow ourselves up. I think that's a common thought in the UFO world. And then there's the, you know, the fact that these could be uh, foreign ad- adversaries monitoring our, our uh, capabilities, or it could be us trying to protect our, our uh, capabilities. Okay, and I'm going to go out on a limb on this one, Erica, because you know people are going to want to go out on these crazy limbs, and it's not going to be the crazy reptilian, not that I don't agree with some, like, oh, yes, there is the reptilian brain, and we could get into that discussion, however, and bloodlines, but I'm not going to do that. This is more about, uh, in my opinion, where you're going. It's a dimensionality or the mimicry of a dimensionality for military purposes or an assailant, I love that word, an assailant of some sort, you know, that we were not ready for. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's all, it is all very curious. And I think, you know, um, just to see the way people react to some of these things that are being put forward is, is interesting in and of itself. So who, who knows? And it's, again, for me personally, because I've had my own personal experiences, I know you as well, and I think I, you know, I, I, the more I look to the outside to find answers, the less connected I am with what I really feel happened, if that makes sense. And so total, total. I just, I don't know, I want to go off on a little tangent here and just encourage people when they're yeah. having, when they have experiences to not turn to YouTube to try to get answers. <laughs> YouTube University is very, it's kind of like, what's that? Dr. MD. Like if you get, it gives you just enough rope to hang yourself maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't want to get down this path, but some are arguing that this is, oh my gosh, uh, you know, it's a triangle, it's a pyramid. The symbolism through the disclosure, no matter how you see it, this is going to lead to, well, you know, that these craft were seen by everybody from, you know, the pharaohs through the Bible, you know, the USA now, uh, gosh, the Romans, the Judeans, they just goes on and on, the Greeks. And is this, are we dealing? And because this comes up, believe it or not, Erica, this comes up 99.9999% of the time with God's with a small g. And what is a small g? I don't know. <laughs> Tell me. I don't know either. 
These are the things that keep me up at night. This is why I ask these questions, because you hear it all the time. Are we dealing with gods with a small g? You start looking at the word g, governments. Um, it's uh, Anyway, I don't know. Maybe that's just a lucky guess. What do I personally think they are? I Well, I'm, I'm just going to fire out of the barrel, and it isn't just me. I've talked to people who are veterans and soldiers and many government types because I think they're a good way to gauge my analysis of the the footage. I just kind of said, hey, what would you do? And, you know, engage is what they would say, you know, engage. What the F is that? So from an unclassified and absolutely civilian perspective, you know, that eye to an eye mentality that the military usually has in defense of its own uh, capabilities, I would say that they're actively jammed in some way, their radar, or maybe their defense systems were jammed or everything else. I don't know. So maybe it was a test. I, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it is it's interesting. And I want to just go back to, um, you know, something that Dave Beatty, if you uh, follow him, I, I really like Dave a lot. He's been on my show several times, but he mm-hmm. did some great work about the USS Kid and, and the drone swarms that took place there. And he, uh, you know, was, you know, you know, posing the question about the pyramids, and then he said that he had spoken to different uh, witnesses, and they said that there, they were not pyramids, and that they're thinking that it might be an optical illusion or a glare. And so, again, it's like to jump to that, you know, the pyramid, and where did the pyramid come from? I think Jeremy Corbell was the first person to start using that and really pushing that. And so, again, I just caution people to you know, not go down, because you, you can go down all sorts of roads that aren't necessarily factual with this. As much fun as it is. <laughs> it's so much fun. It is a blast. And it's so much fun because everybody is involved, no matter who they are, what they are. Then when they see a quote unquote pyramid flying in the sky, it's fun. It's mainstream. And it's UAP phenomenon. But it, I, at first, I saw the illusion in my opinion, of what appeared to be a pyramid transposing itself or randomly uh, randomly flying through, like it, its axis had been manipulated. It was just spinning. That's what I first saw. My mind first saw that. And then under further analysis, under larger and larger screens, I went from a cell phone to a laptop to like my, you know, whatever 65-inch screen is the highest I went. But... I started to notice that it does look like a series of lights, three that are flashing in unison and create maybe some kind of, uh, it, it, it looks like it's all flashing at the same time, but it, it appears to be, in my opinion, LED. And maybe they're just, you know what I mean? Like maybe the light was just on and the flashing was through the, as this so often happens, the actual filming of the object, you know, much like you film like modern headlights and it flashes randomly and you're like, whoa, what's that? And that's just mm-hmm. through your cell phone. That's just through your cell phone. So I, again, I don't even know the optics we're dealing with. Yeah, no, it, it, there's lots of questions. But to me, you know, when, when you start looking at it, it definitely looks a little bit, doesn't look as, as out of uh, this world as, you know, you could be Maybe. told that it is. And so you just have to, like you do, put things through the paces and then call in people who are, you know, experts in, in things like this and have them weigh in and then make a determination based on, on not only that, but the, you know, our witnesses uh, coming forward, using their names. Why wouldn't they use their names? It seems kind of interesting to me in this regard that they wouldn't be. You know, uh, but who knows? It could be a variety of reasons. We don't know. And that's the dangerous part of this. I don't want to make assumptions because I did hear electro, optic, and censored data. So was this filmed by somebody with his cell phone and this thing was flashing? Or was this filmed by a weapons defense system that mustered up enough technology to just eh, catch a few, you know, enough of it to figure out what it is? you know, was it flashing? Was it not? We're not getting a lot of info. 
I've reached out and I'm it's it as it's hard because I know he's super busy and you know a lot of this stuff you don't want to kill the messenger and we don't know who the messenger is we don't know what or who filmed this but if if that was taken with you know uh something other than a cell phone camera or you know a, a, a camera as you say then there would be a huge process that this would have to go through to, to me it would be very unlikely in a situation like this that they would be releasing that footage so it's and if blinking. they did release yeah. that footage then you would think that the person that released it there there would be an investigation about that so right and as far as i can tell it is unclassified which is mind-blowing and i could be wrong jeremy don't kill me but don't kill the messenger on this one. I'll, I'll take the same defense he does. This, if they're... Okay. It, 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 this technology is cool. It's very cool. I doubt it's manned. And the fact that it can actively jam, possibly, by implication, our radar and defense systems, that, at least initially, if my assumption is correct, and it's just... One of those, hey, dude, you, sh you, you know, later on, they're like, hey, you shouldn't have pulled out your cell phone. But it's kind of a cool flex at a cool time when maybe these other countries are getting too close. It's kind of what we did with the moon. And it's sort of a, uh, I hate to say it. Yeah, but it, it it's, you know, it's building that big obelisk and saying, look, mine's bigger than yours. Can you do this? And... I'm hoping it's that, because if it's not that, these are very quite interdimensional. Yeah, I I agree. And I mean, it, it, you know, too, you have to ask if somebody is filming, you know, like I said, and I think this is an important point, if somebody's filming something like this and, and, and it's, it, it is unclassified, then that would mean maybe it's not as big a deal as we think, maybe just throwing that out there, or... You know, I mean, if, if people are leaking things and potentially putting our our troops our, in our country in, in danger, then that should be something, you know, that it should be addressed as well. You know, so, the, I mean, I think that there's some serious questions that all of this raise. Um, and, uh, and so, but nobody ever seems to talk about things like that. They are because it is. And anyway, there's a good portion of it that's legitimately required because they're taking a good portion of our funds, if possibly it's the assumption that I'm hoping to God it is, they're taking a great portion of our funds creating these things. And uh, to I, I understand the flex, if it's the flex and it's for everybody's safety. However, if this is a breach of security defense systems, and I'm with you that we're discussing this and we're getting, and you know, I <laughs> well, just imagine if this was coming through it, 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 the, the Avenue is interesting. It makes me wonder, you know, uh, is the Pentagon, like you said, is it not as big a deal as we think it is? Are they in fact adversarial drones? And this is just kind of like a joke, like, yeah, we caught you on our cell phones. You know, that's kind of funny. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know how to look at this. This is either a really big deal or which I it, it, it is because it's gathered mainstream opinion. But is this a big deal or I don't know. It, 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 there's so many different ideas, thinking and even theories at times about these things. And, you know, bringing to the table viewpoints that at least open my mind to, well, maybe maybe this is an adversary. I would think, given you know, like I say, some of the technologies that they're testing, you know, um, I it very well um, could be, and so I think we just don't know. And I mean, what better way? You know, it's a great cover story if it, <laughs> you know, to use the UFO thing, so we're not creating a huge panic. Um, but it's, you know, it, I, I think yeah. it, it's all very curious. And again, like I said, I if if there is going to be a disclosure about this, I would much prefer it came from somebody who was a, a high-ranking official. 
um, you know, instead of somebody who is, is you know, making a living uh, off the UFO entertainment aspect of things. Well, and just being peripheral to this all as you know, I can only uh, I can only talk from a personal and peripheral aspect. And it's actually coincidentally and synchronistically the same aspect through which I know this individual. But the just being a civilian and having any and all uh, touch with the strangeness, the high strangeness of the Uinta Basin. So when you're in the Uinta Basin, you get this high strangeness feeling sometimes if, if you're in certain areas. And I know you've felt it, I've felt it. Well, lo and behold, if, if you stick around and you keep sniffing around, you find that there are deeper levels to this that you start worrying about things like your safety. And these are things that as a United States civilian, an American, we should not have to worry about. We should be able to sniff around at our own leisure and disclosure and, and disclose whatever we sniff. But that's, you know, unfortunately, just speaking from myself and being a very peripheral player to all of this, I understand that there's deeper parts to this that, like you said, don't apply to me. Like there's a point where I have to quit sniffing or there could be, for lack of a better word, consequences. Is that, is that a safe word? Well, I mean, I definitely, you know, I mean, you, you the, the UFO community or people that, that sniff around and get into, you know, find out maybe too much <laughs> that, I mean, you know, people have been visited by people saying, hey, knock it off. You know, you got to uh, maybe pull back a little bit here and, and things. And that is, you know, that's, that is, it's because there are things that we don't have the capacity to know. And as for our own safety, that's probably just fine. Um, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's um, and as much as I would like to say we should have a completely open and transparent, which I think oh, we I should wish. be tr- transparent with things, but when it comes to to national security, I don't know if that is something that, that is, you know, we should be, we, we can't be transparent when it comes to that. You can't show no. your, all your hands to an adversary. That's right, because we don't know what we're dealing with. And I, I've talked with people, like I said, peripherally, that are like, yeah, I've seen technology that other nations have that are freaking really cool. And um, that's as far as I can go with that. Now, does that mean that they're just really cool? Because that's all I heard, you know, and the issue personally I have, and I think most citizens of the United States do have, is we just assume that we are at the top of the heap and that nothing can get even close to us because we really, maybe we just really enjoy the bread and circus at the table. We, um, you know, it's America and then, you know, bleep. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> this is, this, <laughs> this is it, it for lack of a better word, this has become the new pledge of allegiance. And, uh, is this reality? Right. I mean, and I think that we can see by some of the advancements that, you know, other countries are making it's, it's, you know, yeah, we, we, I don't know if I would like to think that we are on top of the heap. Um, you know, let's pray on that one. Um, uh, because I'm like you, it's, a, you know, I'm proud to be from America. I love my yeah. country and I, and I appreciate the men and women who sacrifice, you know, make sacrifices for our safety and well-being and democracy and things. And, and so, but it is definitely, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, have to be aware that yeah we aren't always the the top and it, it this is there's so much like I say going on behind the scenes even just some of the you know the hacking and, and things that we've seen and the use of social media to promote you know propaganda from different countries has been very interesting especially how that has also affected the, the UFO world oh yeah oh yeah 
the 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 propaganda and the drone aspect the russians are onto it and i hate (laughs) i probably shouldn't say that for youtube but they're onto it and it's so cool they're they're so about remote viewing our technology that i follow pages that follow things like that and it's like what are either they're totally out of their minds or the things that we are now considering drones aliens interdimensional et etc or legitimately unidentified may have not ever been in the words of others, you know, technology that no nation on earth has ever displayed, but may in fact be just that a display, no nation on earth has ever displayed. And who is typically the forerunner, forefront, leaker, uh, oops, what was that an SR 72 Blackbird? Just kidding. And, you know, it's, it's reminiscent and if that's the case, then everybody can cool their jets. But if not, then these are understandably technology we need to be worried about. Right. And I, you know, I mean, it's either way. But again, we've got to just, you know, stay as grounded, I think, as we can and to, you know, ask the important questions and not believe things because we want to believe or because there's, you know, a specific spokesperson or people that are promoting um, things. Uh, and, you know, like I, I think for me, I've found, because I do believe there's a genuine phenomenon, I think this is, it's it's fascinating, but I, te- I tend to turn away from, you know, what is going on in, in America because it's just so many uh, red herrings going on. And I think that ends up distracting us because we're sitting around arguing about, you know, whether this was a, a triangle UFO or, you know, what, what, you know, A, B, C, and D is when potentially there are things going on uh, in different areas and we're not, we're not paying attention to that. So, I think you know what I mean? Oh, I totally know what you mean. And once defense is involved, the discussion gets hairy. And I was just, you know, when we say thank you for your service to, as you mentioned, the military men and women, you know, we have no idea what they put up with. I am, I have to kind of somewhat argue with my wife about vaccinations with our kids, for example, and not really arguments. We, we actually see pretty eye to eye, but at the same time you consider, I I think I was reading, it's like a hundred compared to 72 required 72 injections. I believe our military let me see here. No, wait. No, 191. I'm sorry. Uh, 181 or 191 different shots. And the majority of these, they don't know what they're for. And um, they just take them. Is it part of a test? Yeah, that is definitely interesting. But You know, yeah, it makes you I... wonder, is it part of a test? Is it part of possible tests? Military men and women maybe... Succumb, and, and that's the thing you sign up for. It's kind of a tough, tough thing to argue. Well, and I think there are, you know, I mean, p- people that genuinely, you know, I mean, that are, that they've r- realized this and that is their, what they've agreed to do. And, and for the name of, you know, like I said, our democracy and, and our country and Amen. freedoms and things. And so that is really such a, uh, an incredible thing uh, to do as a human being. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And, um, but yeah, it's a lot bigger than a lot of people. Cause I, I talked to, well, just people that I know that were involved with, I, I don't know what I can say, but you know, some of the programs that they otherwise thought were just, well, I'll, I'll give you the generalization of this particular, they thought it was just a general, Hey, I'm on a ship. I'm just out here cooking meals for all these soldiers who are watching for something. And this doesn't sound like a long list, you know, and he went into, you know, what's going on from the service department of an aspect of things come to find out the entire thing was they were the, they were being tested on, uh, by and deployed upon by different, I'll just say mediums and 
this series of uh, damage that took place to the mechanical parts of the ship, of the vehicle, and to the people on board was very real. Now, it took... Most of the people have died that were on that ship, and this person just barely got a severance check. So it, it, it's one of those things that kind of pisses you off a little bit. Well, we've, we have seen some interesting things uh, take place with regard to that and human testing. And um, so it's, and, and Dugway, you know, as you and I both know, uh, that there have been lots of interesting things over the decades, frightening things, in my opinion, over the decades that have taken place there with regards to testing mm-hmm. um, on, you know, people. <laughs> but, yeah, there, there, there's lots of things to think about. And then, you know, I, I throw in some of this type of thing. Now, the Dugway... Which, again, you know, like I said, up in the area of Skinwalker Ranch, I mean, who knows what would be going on up there. Now, the Dugway thing, just to clarify, that was proven, correct? Like, mm-hmm. beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. I mean, just the fact that that was proven beyond a reasonable doubt is pretty huge because if I'm assuming that this would be a subcontractor of some sort who thought they had free reign over not just the acreage they were leasing, but life in general within that acreage, that is a pretty big assumption. Well, it's an interesting place, and I definitely, you know, encourage uh, people to look at, at the history and some of the things that they've tested, and, and, and in fact, they're still doing open-air testing in that area. Come on. That Dugway and things, so it's, it, every once in a while you hear a little blurb about it, but again, um, you know... <laughs> It's what it's it's uh, yeah. It's that's an interesting topic. Dugway is is definitely not a place we'd want to go, hang out on the borders of, because you just don't know what you're being exposed to. But it's a place I, to be honest, it, it you know, in all fairness, I sadly took previous dates and in retrospect, probably a really bad idea. Um, that is an area that, yeah, we know for a fact there's fallout of, well, God knows what. And um, it sure, it's fascinating. You'll probably see something that you haven't seen before, but is there a consequence to that? And I think there may be something along the same lines to any area that you might see something you may not otherwise see. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and I, I mean, we see, you know, with regard to, to Skinwalker Ranch, you know, we've got uh, people that are allegedly being, uh, you know, that are suffering radiation burns and severe injuries and things, and so definitely would not, def- I mean, I would, you know, rethink <laughs> going up and spending a lot of time in that area, you know, as well, too, from from a safety aspect. Yes, and I can't agree more when people, um, arguably I'm, I'm a, I, I own it. I guess I'll just say it. I own an interest in a small sliver of the Uinta basin. And when people want to go up for reasons that are paranormal, quote unquote, I make them sign something like a waiver of liability and it seems drastic, but it really isn't because anywhere you are in the Uinta basin, If you are looking for something that shouldn't be there, you might just find it. Am I right? Well, yeah, and I think, too, there's a lot of, you know, I mean, who knows what uh, goes on with, you know, I mean, I I think (laughs) think there's, it is interesting to to, uh, go to some of the cemeteries, you know, in the area and to see that (laughs) that there are a lot of younger people passing away. Um, We know that there was an article by Rolling Stone magazine a couple of years ago about all the stillbirths that were uh, seen in vernal and different things. And so there might be things due to some of the, uh, the, the industry in the area that could be affecting health and, and um, different things. But it is, you know, like with Skinwalker and, and them saying on the new series that there is people are, there are high levels of radiation, dangerously high levels of radiation, then that definitely is 
a red flag, and you, you would hope that the the right people have been informed and they've come in uh, to do checks on that. Yes. And I don't, gosh, I just don't even know. I'm getting too old. I don't know what I can and can't say anymore. And this is why I'm in the periphery forever, eternally. But I will say this, from my understanding, there's many people who just will not return to the Uinta Basin. And I, as I get older, I'm one of those people who returns less and less. It seems that there are physical and possibly, I don't even want to say the word, but uh, may, there's consequences. And, um, you know, is it worth it? It's really cool to see something that shouldn't be there. You know, but when you have flying lights in the sky that are affecting, I'm, and I'm going out on a limb here, Erica, but from what you just disclosed, flying lights in the sky, I think the assumption is, are somehow affecting, you know, stillbirths on the ground, you know, at, at that saying, as above, so below. You know, I, I will say that it is interesting, and I always go to um, Norway because I was lucky enough to go over to Heshtalen, there where they've conducted a 35-plus uh, year uh, study of anomalous light phenomenon, which it is. This is the most um, studied area in the world, uh, and you know, it, it, it's been a very it's fascinating, and it's really cool to watch to be to right next to these scientists, the the leading scientists from Europe, and they're very transparent about the data. You know, they have a website where they're putting things forward constantly. Yes, I agree. And over there, you know, nobody has been hurt. Nobody has had radiation burns. No one is getting sick and dying of cancer. And so why would that be, you know, why would people be getting so sick over here? And is that potentially something that would be more down to have a down to earth explanation? Well, it is so hard to not go down these rabbit holes, but no matter what opinions are, when things flying in the sky are affecting things on the ground, that should be a really big red flag that this is important. And, uh, sadly, the majority of the population could care less. I mean, they see something flying in the sky. They say, that's cool. Just crazy. For instance, middle of the day, I'm in, uh, in a swimming pool with my mother-in-law, some other people, uh, other family members, etc. And I see some stuff. I see like three lights in the sky, middle of the day. And so I'm like, okay, I got seven people around me. I'm just going for it. So I point them out. I say, look at these. What do you think? And they're looking at them. And they're looking at them. And they're moving around and they're mixing around and they're in plain view. And then just as clearly as they were there, and I know you've seen things similar, they're gone. So I authentically believe in the authentic uh, phenomena. But there's so many imposters and mimics we may never know especially with these drones and everything else, defense systems. I don't even know anymore. But Erica, I, from, let, let's get into uh, where our listeners can keep track of you and UFO Classified, and at least in my opinion, have a pulse of what's going on uh, in the broader spectrum of uh, UFOs. Yeah, thank you. I, so I do a, a radio show every Friday night. Uh, I broadcast on Spreaker, and you can find it on iTunes and, and different places where you find podcasts. And it, uh, it's UFO Classified. You can go to ufoclassified.com to learn more about the show and, or ericalukes.com. And then you can find me sometimes on Twitter. And, oh, just need to get better about that. But, <laughs> but I'm always, you know, I mean... I, I love this subject. I, I genuinely think there is something that we need to be researching and paying attention to, and we need to create a, a safe space where we're we're doing that. And 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 like I said, it's just please, you know, look at look at all the information, and and don't be afraid to ask critical questions because in this subject, there there is a need to be to have both both feet on the ground, I think, because we've had so much disinformation and misinformation since the late 40s. 
a lot of wild stuff and we're talking about the same thing everyone's talking about definitely keep in touch with ufo classified and erica luke's erica it seems far too long every time we touch base and i hope we touch base more often take care until next time you too thanks erica luke's ufo classified you can't go wrong she's attacking ufos and uaps in a way that no other woman is check it out. She's got quite the following and she's not scared to ruffle a few feathers, whether or not those feathers, who those feathers belong to is beyond my pay grade. A question I really wanted to ask Erica is whether there was a spiritual component to all of this, but I didn't do it. I was a coward. And next time I will ask her because it is a component of the puzzle that I think is very important but I'm not exactly sure it is important to all those involved. So um, maybe I'm one of those crazies, but maybe it's a component that is important to me and it is not an actual component. I don't know. Maybe I'm going out on a limb, but that's a question I wish I would have asked Erica. You definitely and legitimately should stay in touch with UFO Classified. It's pretty cool. And uh, the video of the pyramid UFO leaked near a Navy destroyer, definitely keep track of Jeremy Corbell. You can do that at Jeremy Corbell, Instagram, Facebook, etc. at Jeremy Corbell. You can also go to extraordinarybeliefs.com and you can see his stuff there. Until next time, keep your eyes to the skies, feet on the ground, but don't forget to take a look around. Time machine, third eye feeling like an evising. Blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off. Come blast off in my time machine, third eye feeling like an evising. Blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off.